I'm a dude. He's a dude. We're three dudes. Saying stuff. And welcome to the next episode of Dude Saying Stuff. This is Mike. We are down a dude this week. Dom's not feeling too well, so we gave him the night off. Uh, but Jordan's here, so not all is... I am here. That's right. I'm not, here. Not, not all is, uh, is bad. So, you know, we're going to get started off because we do have a listener question, or listener statement, I should say. So we're going to play it right now, and we'll respond. Here we go. Me from Metri here, long-time listener, third-time caller. Been dealing with some sick kids this week, so my uh, child frustration level is a little bit higher. My saltiness level is a little bit higher. But another person with a high salt level is Mr. Garcia after T. Higgins catches a late TD pass to propel Bojangles to a victory over Luke. I'm your father. I uh, hope you enjoyed that loss. Um, so thank you for that, and thank you to the Dom for his uh, lock of the week with the Denver Broncos. I know that Russ is a loyal listener, and when he heard your words, uh, your discouraging words, he took that to heart, and it got him the uh, the W in London. And so um, looking forward to the Broncos turning their season around. Hopefully that win propels them forward. Same with Bojangles and their win over uh, Jordan. And uh, Mikey B looking forward to our matchup too, so maybe we can do a little uh, little offline bet, Mr. Uh, Buffalo's all right, so there you have it. Kurt, uh, throwing some salt on the wound for uh, Jordan. How do you feel about that, T. Higgins? Huh? You know, I nominated myself for Doofus for not playing uh, DuVernay. Uh, I, I knew the moment that a game started, I got caught up in baby stuff. No excuses. I know the commission was trading, making trades while his wife was in labor. I have no excuse. Uh, Kurt is a solved game. Um, Mike, you <laughs> fucking jinxed me. You jinxed me hard. No. There's a reason why I didn't you say anything. You got lucky it lasted that long that you were so, only down by five. So I was I, – I, Kurt got three garbage time touchdowns in that game. And we'll go over it when we review yeah. my my game with KB. I'll review it there. But good game, Kurt. Fuck you. Yeah. Hey, fuck you too, Mike, for doing yeah, that Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, he also wanted to thank uh, Dom for giving Russell Wilson and the boys, uh, the Broncos – uh, the, the <laughs> London bump, uh, and who became victorious to, against the Jaguars in London. Uh, the Jaguars aren't what we thought they were from the beginning of the season. Nope. And then he also said, "Hey, maybe we can throw down a bet uh, between me and him this week." And uh, we we are we are. We, uh, I'll reveal that a little bit um, when we hit our previews. But yeah, we did end up doing a bet. But now, what many people have been waiting for all week. Uh, something they they you know it's been a while. Uh, people are getting itchy. Jordan, please give us our college football recap. College football recap is back. LSU had a legitimate bye week this weekend. Uh, it is now or last weekend, sorry, it is now Bama hate week. Um, a shocking college football playoff rankings were released, and LSU shockingly was put at number ten. You can tell that they're trying to boost these ratings here for the night game. Uh, we'll be coming off of an awesome game between number one and number three, Georgia and Tennessee at 2.30. Uh, the Tigers kick off at six. Um, verse, it will be number 10 versus number six, Alabama. We all know them. We all hate the Gumps. Uh, I, and it, it's just – it's Bama hate week. It's a huge week for college football. Um, we have a chance. Nobody gave us this chance. We have a chance. If we win this weekend, we will control our own destiny in the West. 
uh, with two SEC games left after Saturday. Um, and I'm going to call it right now. I'm predicting the LSU upset on the college football recap. We will bring home the dub. Uh, Kayshawn Butte will make Eli Ricks look like the little bitch that he is, and he will pack, be packing up and going back to California um, after this game because he's going to get toasted worse than Eli Apple out there. Mm. And uh, the Tigers will bring home the win. So that is your college football recap. Nice. You know what I hear? I hear Nick Saban's the green bubble in group chats. So <laughs> he's like a Richard. Yeah. So the next one is kind of a new segment. <laughs> yes, another new segment. But this is a, this is a one-time new segment because we are talking trade the real trades that actually matter in fantasy. Uh, the trade deadline came up. There was a record number of trades by the trade deadline. I think it was ten. Uh, but we're mm-hmm. going to highlight a couple that may have fantasy implications or just get our opinions on it. Uh, Jordan, you want to give me the first trade you want to look at? Uh, Hawkinson to the Vikings. Hawkinson to the Vikings. So, yes, in a very rare interdivision trade, uh, draft picks were given to Detroit for uh, draft pick and uh, Hawkinson, um, the tight end. So, so – you know, you may not you may not like this answer, but I don't see much of a change for Hawkinson. Um, he it might actually be a little bit of a downgrade because he's going to a place with more weapons. Uh, yeah. He was basically the number two over there, arguably number three with, with when Swift is healthy. Now he's going somewhere where you have where they run the ball, where you have JJ. You still have Thielen. So he, you're looking at possibly the third or fourth option. Uh, so he may get more scoring opportunity, which will help. But so I think it's more of a neutral move. It actually gives a downgrade to almost every other single receiving option because there's another weapon. The only person it upgrades is your boy Kirk Cousins. Prime time Kirk. Yes. So maybe Hawkinson is the, is the key to unlock prime time Kirk, and he will not uh, shit the bed. Uh, the one more game this season. Do you have another one you want me to review? Uh, yeah, just real quick on that Hawk. Uh, wasn't yeah. he the a number one draft pick for the Bears a few years ago? I mean, the Lions a few years ago. I think he. I think he was drafted in the first round. And he. Oh, you hate to see it. Yeah. You yeah. hate to see yeah. it. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah. And he's only so next... and he's only twenty four. So yeah. I, it's a very you traded a young young good performing player to a rival. I don't know. Maybe they're sure. maybe they're hoping that they can, you know, basically clog up their salary cap with a with a giant tight end. Uh, Bold strategy, Cotton. Yeah. Um. So second trade, Mike. I wanted I wanted to hear about was a Claypool to the Bears. How do you feel about that one? What how does it impact our fantasy implications? Uh, honestly, it doesn't do much uh, because Claypool he was he went from a bad offense to another bad offense and went to another bad offense who throws the ball less. <laughs> so he may become the second option in for the Bears, but Justin Fields is going to run. Mooney's still going to get his. Like honestly, like there's really not much to go after here. Um, I think they're going to mainly run the ball in Chicago. So yeah, you may get a more of a bomb every now and then. He it will give him a little bit of value since he's like <laughs> the number two target, but it's not like he's going anywhere above a flex play. Um, yeah. So yep. not nothing special. I I would say the only other one I would bring up 
other trade? Unless do you want to say anything about Claypool? No, um, I don't have any interest in either in honestly either trade. Um, yeah. But I know the league has interest in this because we do have people with uh, Hawk and Claypool, um, especially with tight ends being so yeah. minimal or not having many in the league at all. Yeah, he'll still keep his value, uh, but you know, and still sit on fucking Jo's bench. So. Um, the only other trade I think would be one that you don't like is Jeff Wilson to, to Miami. So yeah. Jeff Wilson mm-hmm. knows the system with Mike McDaniel, and he may eat up into Mostert. So Mostert may lose some value. So that's the only one, uh, only other one. I mean, nothing nothing else really fantasy-worthy, in my opinion. Maybe Naheem Hines, he'll eat into Singletary. So and nothing good, nothing good fantasy wise came out of this trade deadline. No, no shocking, uh, no shocking trades that could have changed. Besides CMC earlier yep. in the year. So, all right. So uh, let's look at our week eight recaps. So first one is we're just gonna rip off that band aid, aren't we? Uh, uh, yeah. Jordan versus Kurt. So Jordan. You, you you called you almost had the white flag going pretty early in this matchup if I remember correctly because Kamara was scoring in bunches with three mm-hmm. touchdowns mm-hmm. so you know you didn't you got a little worried but then you came storming back with uh, Aaron Jones D Hop you know you, you were looking good uh, Tony, Tony Pollard. Pollard Tony Pollard and you but then you went into Monday Night Football. With what, roughly like a four and a half point lead? Five, like a 5.2 point lead. And I yeah, got into the fourth Higgins, quarter with yeah. five minutes left. Yep, five minutes left. And T Higgins <sighs> catches a 41 yard touchdown, I believe, and sinks, yep. sinks you. Um, oh. It, it gave oh. you a little bit of hope, but honestly, you should have never had a chance. No, I shouldn't have. But, um, but it just, I, I, let me ask you this. What do you prefer? Just to have the band aid ripped off and be like, fuck it. Or that slow burn of just like a dink here, a dunk there, you know, slowly eating away that lead. What is worse for you? Uh, for me, it was it was the garbage time touchdown, just like just to lose like that with six minutes left. Um, you know, Kurt, I was really locked in on this game. Kurt, he had three garbage time touchdowns from three different players. Uh, Damian Pierce scored with 10 seconds left. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> 10 seconds left. Um, it didn't matter. The game was already over. It did not matter. Tyler Lockett got a touchdown very, very late in that game against the Giants. That touchdown, again, did not matter. I think it was like two minutes left in the fourth quarter. Um, and maybe, maybe it mattered for Seahawks fans, but they're all losers anyway. I'm trying to win my fantasy game here. And then, of course, the dagger straight to the heart, T. Higgins. Oh, because you had to go and say something, Mike. He had to catch that touchdown pass at the very end. Uh, oh, it, was, it was brutal. What a, way, right. what a way to go down. Yeah, I know. It's, you get the bad break this week. How about that? Mm-hmm. I do. Mike gets right. bad beat. So we have next the Battle of the Brothers. Um, Jason versus Evan. Uh, older brother prevails. Uh, yep. Thankfully, mainly to Tua, highest scoring quarterback. And then to Tyreek Hill, he knows how to do the stacks. You know, we all laughed that he got Tua, but Tua's playing well. He's supporting two top 10 wide receivers. Tyreek is doing well. And this is after a down week with Mark Andrews. So um, he had a good showing for Brandon Ayuk, uh, even his kicker. So uh, on the other side, Derrick Henry did his best. Uh, But other than that, really outside, honestly, 
Chase Claypool, who then got traded, <laughs> he everyone else did pretty shitty, including Joe Burrow, who looked like crap. Uh, yeah, he did on on Monday Night Football. I guess Cleveland is basically his kryptonite, uh, and he's, he's never not, beaten him. He's not meant to be be uh, the top one in Ohio. Never, he's never beaten Cleveland. Uh, he really needed E. Rich. Really needed that forty bomb from Joey B to have a chance this game. Did not happen. Uh, Miles Garrett kicked Joe's ass. Yep. Next we got uh, we have Dom versus Jo. So this matchup, you know, it got a little exciting at the end just because Mari Cooper had a good game. But Daniel Jones, the guy that you were looking for, ended up shitting the bed against Seattle. Uh, Josh Allen didn't actually look that well, but he, you know what? He did He did enough. He still got 20 points, even a down week. But he started off really well on Monday, on Sunday morning with Travis Etienne, who looks like a running back one. Then he yep. blew up with A.J. Brown and his three touchdowns, and then he never looked back. Um, you know, basically, he got 10 points from the majority, at least 10 points from the majority of his team. Uh, J.O. did all he all he could. Um, with what he had, you know, Daniel Jones basically sunk him. Honestly, if he had any other quarterback, he probably would have done well. Um, I don't think he had, he, he just picked him up to cover Mahomes, but he picked wrong. Um, and he ended up losing due to Danny Dimes. And there you go, Dom's still on his skyrocket up. Yeah, five in a row or four in a row for Dom, I believe. I think so, yeah. I did I did predict – I got this W right. I know I predicted Dom last week. J.O. just with the injuries, um, team is just not looking the same right now. So, Desiree, you better go and, and figure it out. Help your man out here. How about your boy? Hey, yeah. yeah. you. Hey, do you know what the 6-0 means? Because I don't I – don't. I have no idea. Let's not, give him a, let's not give him more air time. Yeah, we're not, no more air time. We're not talking about J.O. and yeah. Desiree this week. Yeah, all right. So uh, you want to hit up next, the next matchup? Yeah, so I've got um, the, the current, I believe, first-place guy in the league. Don't worry, Murray. Big O gets back on track with the W this week, uh, just ripping Chris's heart out. He, Chris, once again, needed this win bad, needed it really bad. And his boys, Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs, threw up two stinkers against the Saints. Oh, my gosh. Without Marcus Lattimore, too, by the way. Uh, Saints defense just – Marshawn Lattimore, my bad. See, Thank I did, you. did the same thing I did. Yep, I did. Yep, he's, he burning my brain. Um, he got a terrific Tom, put up the 19 points. He Maybe he probably should have started Dak. It wouldn't have mattered. He still, he still would have lost. Uh, Nick Chubb did all he could um, Monday night. But without the, without Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams, he just did not stand a chance. Those are two of his biggest point uh, manufacturers this season. And the Saints just put a hurting on emo on the emo car boys over there. Um, glad the Saints won. Sorry, Chris, at uh, much to your dismay. And got to highlight uh, run CMC over there. Mm-hmm. Ollie, oh, if, if Christian McCaffrey keeps his performance up, Ollie's if he comes storming back. He's already he's only he's already six and two. I mean, he can't get much better. He's storming back when he's on top. <laughs> yeah, my bad, my bad. He's already on top. But I think CMC was the first player. Since LT, since LT, LT to throw, pass, and run for a touchdown all in the same game. The man was just unbelievable. Throw, catch, and run. Throw, catch. Sorry, I'm off, off a little yeah. bit of my game here. Um, but Ollie, uh, congratulations. Did it without Travis Kelsey. Moved up to six to two. Fuck holes three and five. 
<sighs> and the last matchup of the week, um, it was the Nashville D Rudders versus his third bye week in a row. Uh, the Buffalo Bows. Zach, early in the season, wrote off all three dudes, circled our names, posted in the chat, said we were just one gigantic bye week. And Eli, once again, drew an L. Congratulations, Mikey B. You improved to 6-2, and two, by the way. Looking very, very good right now uh, behind the powerhouse Jalen Hurts um, and Dante Foreman. I mean, oh, my gosh, 30 points. Just, oh, the D-Rudders. He finally broke 100 points. Didn't matter. You shit all over him. Put him in his place down there in the bottom of the league. Uh, what else can I say? I mean, Zach, not much to highlight on your team. The double tight end is just not working out for you. Uh, Geno Smith, all he could. I don't know what else to say, man. <laughs> Congrats, Mike. Uh, move it, move to six to two with Daniel Carlson putting up 0.0 points as well. Still outscored, still outscored. His he, kicker. he moved to the number five kicker, by the way. Yeah, he moved down. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, what, what, what does that tell you? You had a bye week and a zero, and he only moved down to number five. Just saying. yeah, yeah. So they, they won't get shot uh, out every time. Mikey B looking really looking really hot, sitting pretty at six and two. Another cute few more dubs, and you're a lock for a playoff spot. So congratulations, Mike. Thank you. All right. So let's hit up some highlights. So first off, Mike's manliest performance. I'm gonna give it to the two dudes, Dom ah, ah, and Jordan. I want to congratulate y'all and say how impressed uh, and manly that performance was of whipping Eli in the previous weeks. Um, to where he couldn't even get over 100 points. So Woo! I want to give you all some props. Um, I will do Dom's doofus since he's not here. Doofus. Dom's doofus is, let's see. It's Eli for calling Yo, all, what like, all three dudes bye weeks. Did not work out for you, bro. Did it? No. And who, who, who should jerk off worthy player or performance of the week? Oh, I mean, you hate to see it. The, the doofus goes to Eli, and, and we're just going to keep this on going here. We're going to nominate Zach again. Um, Zach, because you gave you took your third L in a row to Mike, Mike is my jerk-off-worthy player of the week. Uh, we're just going to keep the train rolling here. You lost all three dudes in a row. You caught three Ls. You know, going it, going into this, into the dude stretch, you were three and two. You come out three and five, three Ls in a row to a bye week nonetheless. Oh, man, you hate to see it, Mike. Um, I'm jerking off to you for for completing the tri the dude trifecta. Uh, what what else can I say? Zach, you bet you uh, have to spin that wheel, buddy. Yeah, and that's what we're, exactly we're gonna move into. We're gonna spin the wheel live on the call. So spinning it, it is spinning, and it is spin cycle again. <laughs> did did someone? <laughs> Didn't somebody already get spin cycle? I don't know, but Zach's doing it. Yep. So we're doing spin cycle. Um, we will send that out to the group, and you are going to uh, have to do it by next podcast. Yep. I got your gift, and I got that backhanded book. And you know what? I don't need any golf lessons. I'll be fine. Um, <laughs> so uh, whatever. Thanks for the gift. Uh, and I look more forward to uh, seeing you wet. Yeah. Uh, so get Grace. Make sure Grace films it. We know uh, she's gonna, you know, get her that. Get her the biggest cup you could find, Zach, because you deserve it. I think yeah. you should just have to do it three times. Yeah, that, that, I believe so. At least twenty-four ounces. Yeah. So we're gonna be back with our week nine previews after the break. Hi, 
This is Mike Bellock from Dude Saying Stuff. I'm here to talk to you about a company that you may have heard of. They're called Apple. They make a nice product called the iPhone. You can do a feature called Group Chat where you can text in a group of friends or possibly fancy football league where you can react to text messages. You can send videos that are supposed to be the size that they're intended to be looked at. Uh, you don't have to be excluded from these things uh, in order for people to enjoy fun and entertainment. So do yourself a favor and get an iPhone, free shards. And we're back. We are back on week nine. Uh, so we are going to a little bit different. I'm going to review one. Jo uh, Jordan's going to review the other team, and then he will still make a pick. We just won't have any X factors today. Um, so the first off is let's just keep on going with the Zach train. Zach <laughs> versus Jason. So we're looking at a three and five Zach versus four and four Jason. Um, you could say they're bottom of the barrel, but Jason's more middle middle tier. Uh, so for Zach, I'm going to review you. So you you don't have not Najee Harris, which honestly it's probably a good thing, <laughs> but you don't have Saquon Barkley, which is going to hurt. You don't even have George Kittle due to buys. You got hit hard this week. Mm -hmm. um, you got to hope Darren Waller plays. If not. You need to pick up a third tight end, I would say. Um, next, I want to highlight Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson, you ended up switching in for Waller last week. I think it ended up working out better for you. He got around 15 points over 100 yards. Um, I don't see that happening against Buffalo. Could be wrong, but that's a big risk you're putting there in your flex. Um, he might be good, good last week, but this is – against the uh, Buffalo Bills, whose defense is really, really good. And then I'm the last thing I'm going to highlight is DeAndre Swift. So Swift caught a touchdown last week, but he only, like, caught the ball five times or touched the ball five times. Mm -hmm. His quarter, his coach came out and said that was one time too many. He's apparently not 100%. He sat out of practice today due to ankle and shoulder injuries. If he plays against Green Bay – are you going to risk it? Like he only touched the ball five times and he was lucky enough to get a touchdown out of one of them. Other than that, it was like five catches for 27 yards or something. So he is, he's looking, got no one else to put in right now. He's going to have to work. He's going to have to work at the waiver wire, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, yep. you got, you got to come up with something because you're going against uh, Jason. So, and Jason's coming off a hot win. Yeah. Yeah. So, Let's go right on into Jason here. You know, you can't talk about Jason's team without talking about Mushbrain Tua and Tyreek Hill. These two guys have been electric, especially last week. Um, Jason's going to need that streak to continue. The big thing here is, Mike, is that Tyreek has not found the end zone since week two. He's the number two wide receiver, and he has no touchdowns since week two. Um, pretty crazy stat. The dude is just catching balls like crazy, more balls than Jason catches to his face. So, I mean, it's oh. just insane. Uh, he put up a 12 for 188 last week, including, uh, and he had one carry for 70 yards for 26 points. Um, Tua was hot. He had, I believe he had over 35 points, and uh, which meant to the tune of 380 yards and three touchdowns. Look for those two guys to continue. And then also another, he has a number five wide receiver in Justin Jefferson, who, after start, after a couple of hot weeks, 
kind of cooled off a little bit against Arizona last week. He still had 98 yards receiving, which by the way, I needed another yard and a half to, to hit my bet, but I digress. Um, look for uh, Cousins, who's not praying in prime time, to be looking for Justin Jefferson again against the Washington football team or whatever the hell they are now. Commanders. They call themselves the Commanders, whatever. And then last but not least, I'll highlight Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, before the bye, Juju had two back-to-back weeks of over 100 yards and a touchdown. So maybe he's starting to get a little connection there with Patty Mahomes. Maybe he's kind of staying off the TikTok now. Um, so Juju going to be putting up some yards this weekend. Uh, I see Mars Red Rocks coming home with the win. He's going to improve to over 500 finally, and Zach is going to continue that losing streak. Ooh, all right. Yeah. Ooh, so yeah. Zach versus Jason, you're taking Jason. Yes, going with, you know, go with the you know, you know it's bad when you're taking Jason. I know, I know. I yeah. hate myself for it. All right. Next is the other Richard, Evan versus Chris. So <laughs> for Evan, let's highlight – I mean, let's highlight Michael Pittman. Michael Pittman, he had like 10, tar- 10 targets. He caught seven balls, but it was like for 50-something yards. It wasn't that impressive. Uh, Sam Ellinger or whatever you want to call him. Um, is, you know, he's mad. That's the best you can do. And you're facing New England who takes <laughs> out your best weapon. And JT may not even play after not after missing practice. So Michael Pittman's next in line as your best weapon. So they may look to shut him down. Uh, next, let's look at Derrick Henry, who was a monster, currently number five, um, number five running back on the season. Just a good t- tidbit. He has four, uh, that's counting four 200-yard games. Or I think it's six. I think he might have actually have six. But four of them all came against the Houston Texans. Now he's facing Kansas City where you know they're going to want to run the ball to keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands. But he did practice. He was a limited in practice with a foot injury. We'll see if that's more of a maintenance-type thing. And uh, hopefully it's, you know, he's he's – Back at it for Sunday Night Football because otherwise you don't have anyone you can really pl- – oh, you can replace him with Claude Edwards-Alaire. But uh, replacing Derrick Henry with Claude Edwards-Alaire is not really uh, what you want to do. And then next, let's look at Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard, currently number seven, uh, tight end on the week – I mean tight end on, on the year. He's getting good perf- – Good performance out of Goddard, but he's not getting any touchdowns. All that is going to A.J. Brown and the running game. So they're facing Houston this week. Houston is like middle of the pack. Yeah, middle of the pack, number 12 against tight ends. Uh, it's on Thursday night football. You're going to want to get something out of him because the rest of your pieces are not looking good right now. Um, and you're facing against somebody who's not too happy right now and has yes. a team to back it up. So mm-hmm. I'm going to look at him real quick. Yeah. So, I mean, see murder here. It's interesting, Mike. I don't know if you noticed he's carrying three quarterbacks on I his saw team. that. He's got terrific Tom Marcus Mariota, which I think is a great pickup. He's going to be playing the chargers at home. And then of course, Dak Prescott on the buy who he got out of the trade. Uh, I see him. I think Chris might drop Tom Brady. I mean, Ooh. he's taken the, three quarterbacks, taking up a lot of bench space. You don't want to drop the Muth. You can't drop Nick Chubb. I mean, it's just, there's options there to get rid of or limited. Maybe he'll get rid of Sony Michelle. I don't know. that 
Anyway, I'll move on to uh, the next two guys I want to highlight, the one-two punch in Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams. Chris needs these guys to show up. Uh, and He needs the points out of them. I look for them to bounce back against Jacksonville this weekend. There's no way you hold Devontae Adams. I think what he had last week, one catch. Yeah. One catch for three yards. No way he does that again. They're going to be mad. Look for the, look for the uh, Las Vegas Raiders offense to get right against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, and then last but not least, I'm going to highlight the guy he doesn't have, Jamar Chase. What a terrible time to be up, be without Jamar Chase, considering he's going up against Joe Burrow. Uh, you'd like to have Chase in there to cancel out Joe's throws. Um, either way, I don't see it mattering because Chris is going to finally get back in the W column this week. He needs this win. He needs it bad. Don't lose to the Trunk Boys like I did. It was embarrassing. You will have to shame yourself for weeks to come if you do. Uh, Chris can bring home the dub. All right. There you go. You don't want to be that second win. Um, yeah, you don't want to be the second win. Yeah. Oh, God. You didn't want to be the first either. Yeah, that's even worse. So next we're going to look at my matchup, Kurt versus myself. Um, so for Kurt, he has uh, – let's look at Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, he's on Monday Night Football against the Saints who just shut down a very high-scoring offense – Mm-hmm. Um, but Derek Carr is not Lamar Jackson. But the big question mark is Bateman, we know, is not going to play, but Andrews is not practicing either. So without your top two weapons, you know, what are you going to do? I mean, New Orleans does has been scoring points. So it's going to be interesting if Lamar just tries to take it all into his hands. It's on, it's on primetime Monday Night Football, so you know it's going to be good. It scares me a whole lot. You know Lamar Jackson can score 50 burger at any point. Um, yep. So, yeah, a little worrisome there. Uh, then I'm going to do the other Monday Night Football uh, player, and that is Alvin Kamara. Kamara, nine catches, 96 yards, and two touchdowns through the air, and he added another one on the ground and 62 yards on the ground. That was his best performance probably since the Christmas fucking night that ruined my championship with six touchdowns still hurts hurts my heart to even bring it up but he's going against baltimore who's middle of the pack and rushing defense but the big thing is he's getting the targets and that's what's scary uh cal alvin kamara he's now showing that rb1 he is making the trade with with dom look stupid with damian pierce and alvin kamara going nuts and mm-hmm. jt getting injured um, I mean, Dom still got AJB, AJB, but honestly, you know, it was a lot of risk and it's not working out for him. I mean, he's still winning just because he's a good manager and got other pieces. But in terms of this trade, so far, Kurt is definitely winning that one. And finally, I want to look at Tyler Higby, the guy I traded to him, um, not doing too good lately. Um, he faces a team who's not very good against the tight end, Tampa Bay, and Cooper Cup is a little banged up. He he did he sat out of practice today, but I think he still plays. But if he's limited at all, expect Tyler Higby to get up in usage unless he gets injured. But again, Tampa Bay is horrible at guarding the tight end, and I think he could easily bounce back from two very bad weeks in the bye week and uh, hopefully give some peace to uh, Kurt <laughs> Kurt with a. Uh, an actual good trade piece that he got, uh, <laughs> but he did very good in the Dom trade. So can't, can't give him too <laughs> yeah, much. he did. He did. 
Um, all right, Mike. So looking at your Buff Lesbos here, you know, you, you can't talk about your team without talking about Jalen Hurts. It's crazy to believe that he's only the number five QB considering how much output he's had. Um, almost, it seems like every week. I think he's top 33 times now this season. He's gotten close a few other times. Um, Jalen Hurts has been carrying your team. Such a terrific draft pick. I love that pick. I'm very jealous he made it. It's it's it definitely the definitely the the workhorse in your team there, and then uh, looking on down, um, I'm gonna Dalvin Cook, the number eleven running back. He had a great week last week, topped over 100 yards for the first time this season. Um, look for him to do it again against the Washington Football Team, Redskins, Commanders, whatever you want to call them. Um, you're gonna need that. You're gonna need a big performance out of him. And I'm actually going to look at – I'm going to skip over Stefan Diggs. I feel like we talk about him every week. Yeah. I'm going to look at your defense here. The Eagles' yeah. defense, the number three defense in fantasy right now, a very, very juicy matchup against the terrible, terrible, terrible Houston Texans. So I see your defense putting up another double-digit performance this week. Probably going to get a lot of sacks, maybe a turnover or two because Houston just – they just can't figure out an offense unless they, you know, they need to score 10 seconds left. Damien Pierce <laughs> fucking assholes. Um, and, and with that said, I sorry, Bojangles, but I think Buff Lesbos is going to bring home the win again. Uh, Mike, you're going to improve a seven and two. You're going to continue to solidify your playoff spot here uh, in, as we get halfway through the season. You just, I just see too much firepower there with Jalen Hurts, Dalvin Cook, Stefan Diggs. Uh, didn't even talk about Christian Kirk or Terry McLaurin there. Uh, but Kurt, I mean, he's going to need a huge day out of Alvin Kamara, Lamar Jackson. And I see the Saints defense just dominating Lamar on Monday night mm. at home in the Dome. All right. So I will I will tell you what the bet is. So Ooh, before, this, before this call, I mean, for this uh, podcast, I called Kurt. We talked about a side bet. So it is $25, but it's a little different. It's not just $25. All, the loser will pay $25 towards sport, uh, the sports book. The games will be picked. And the, if they win, all profits go to the winner. And, on oh. top, and then on top of that, um, on top of that, the loser also has to uh, take down on video a uh, tablespoon of salt. Uh, <laughs> Wait a minute. So, who's this? What sports book y'all using? Uh, we'll, we'll pick one. We'll, we may need need one of y'all. If we need that one. is a fantastic bet. And a tablespoon of salt. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, pretty oh salty around here. Oh, it's super salty. Yeah. You just have to go. All you got to do is just go to J.O.'s house. You can pick up a whole truckload of salt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're not oh, trying to kill man. anybody. So it's just oh, a my goodness. Fantastic bet. I can't wait to see how this one plays out. This yeah. bet, this might be the most interesting match of the week now. Yeah, so, yeah, like I said, it's it, it, we'll talk and we'll, you know, we'll try to pick winners for the spreads, obviously. Uh, not just going to throw away the money. But, yes, mm -hmm. all profits go to the winner. All so. right. I love that. Very good. All Very right. Good. Next, we're going to look at your matchup. Uh huh. You versus J.O. Um, the saltiest of salt. But yes, you, you, I'm going to highlight Kirk Cousin nonetheless. Uh, he is facing 22nd Washington Commanders. Um, he just got a brand new toy in, in Hawkinson. He has JJ. He can toss it, which I loved. Tossed it a couple of times to Dalvin Cook. Please use him in the passing game. Uh, he always says Adam Thielen. He is hitting on right on the right notes. Um, Kirk is having a great season. Currently a number eleven. You traded away that bum Aaron Rodgers for him, and you know what? Fuck, the trades looking great for for you. So great matchup for him, and he has so many new weapons. 
are so many weapons. Expect good performance out of Kirk Cousins. Then I'm going to talk about Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones currently number eight. He had a huge um, usage in last game, which you know I got over 20 points, I believe, and didn't even score a touchdown. If I if I believe, yeah, uh, that's correct. And now he faces Detroit, who sucks so much on the <laughs> run game. Aaron Jones, they understand if you want to win football, your best chance to give to your best player, and that is Aaron Jones through the air on the ground. I expect a huge performance from Aaron Jones. I think he might actually be the running back one on the entire week. And then finally, I'm going to look at uh, – do I want to talk about D-Hop? Oh, dude, come on, man. D-Hop. This guy's been a beast. D-Hop, the last two weeks, I believe he is the wide receiver one. He has come back with a vengeance. It's a divi- – I believe it's a division game against Seattle. Yep, at home. Uh, at home. Now, Seattle's been good on defense. They can shut down the wide receiver, but D-Hop is on fire. He's got those fresh legs because he hasn't been playing half the season. Or maybe he's juiced up. You know, Let's not forget why he was suspended. They, <laughs> they may need to check up on him. So you are set up very nicely. Like I said, getting D-Hop back basically, um, basically just completely lifted your team. Mostert lifted your team. So your biggest question is probably flex. And I would love to see it. Just one more person to highlight. Does Kyle Pitts get in the – I mean, he broke out last week. Does it continue? I want to see if that happens. Uh, and are you going to I'm play the, him? I'm, You're playing him I'm, right now instead of Taysom. Woo! I'm on the fence. We'll see. Taysom All is right. the number three tight end right now in the league. Yeah. Um, and, and Baltimore's defense is terrible. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Um, moving on to, my, on to uh, Daddy Pinocchio here. Uh, Desiree, your team, once again, you're looking good at 6-2. and two. You get Patrick Mahomes back this week who has Tennessee at home on Sunday night football. You know Patrick's going to show out in prime time. Uh, I see him getting at least 30 points, if not more, um, outside of him, Cooper Cup. What is Coop, what? How injured is Cooper Cup? What is he going to do? And Mike alluded to it earlier. He did not practice today. Will he practice tomorrow? I do see him playing. I mean, the Rams are pretty much dead in the water without him. They need him to play, and I think he will. And then <clears> – <throat> Also here, looking at at Chris Olave, um, a number 18 wide receiver in fantasy, uh, having a fantastic rookie season uh, with the red rifle back there throwing the ball. We've already mentioned it. Baltimore's defense is terrible. I looked. I, I think he'll get a lot of looks, a lot of throws his his way. Um, so expect his good season to continue. Uh, with that said, Mike, calling the upset. I'm gonna beat Desiree. I'm gonna prove to four and five. Calling my shot. I think my team is – I feel good about my team. My pieces are finally coming together. I get Austin Eckler back, with who, after the bye week, is still the number two running back. Um, and, I mean, he's going against the Falcons, who suck. So, <clears throat> I'm going to bring him the dub and prove to four and five. Uh, J.O., that, I'm not going to talk about you anymore. All right. You heard it. Not going to talk about it. All right. Next, we are looking at what I believe is the game of the week, Dom versus Ollie. Dom is yep. skyrocketing up the rankings after a slow start. He's got major playmakers, and let's just talk about a couple of them. Um, first, Travis Etienne. Oh my God! Apparently, everyone was wrong about him. That you know, everyone was scared with James Robinson getting those bomb touchdowns in the beginning, and now he is the full work- workhorse in that uh-huh. offense. It's a running team now. They do not pass. Travis Etienne is a monster. I watched that London game, and he just 
he he just he couldn't go down before five yards. Like it was just like ridiculous. Yeah, it's amazing how good you are when Urban Meyer is not your head coach. Yes, and and now they face um, Las Vegas, who is horrible on defense. Just yep. just terrible. Um, so Travis Etienne looking great. Currently number nineteen running back on the year. Next, I'm going to talk about another one. Again, these are two of his minor running backs that were not drafted high or were picked on free agency. Um, or they weren't drafted high, and it's Kenneth Walker the third. Since he got the starting job, he has been killing it. Huge. I think he's gotten a touchdown in every game that he's played as the starter. Correct. One, one, two, one, dude, unbelievable. So he is playing against a middle of the pack Arizona defense. Um, so Kenneth Walker, I would love to see if he keeps that. Uh, Street going of touchdowns. Dude looks great. Dom is set up so nicely, even in his flex play. And the third one I'm going to highlight is A.J. Brown. So A.J. Brown exploded with three touchdowns last week, faces Houston. Something that you may, may not know of, Derek Stingley has not given up a touchdown uh, to anyone in this in the year. For, I think yeah, I saw that stat as a rookie. Um, mm-hmm. Houston's currently number six against pass defense, probably because they can run against. Um, so will they need A.J. Brown? Again, I, I, I questioned, hey, will they need A.J. Brown last week? They really didn't need him. So what did they do instead? They just scored three times really quickly with long bombs to A.J. Brown, and then <laughs> he's basically done. Um, so he's currently number seven wide receiver. Um, the only one I will highlight one more time is Gerald Everett, tight end. And the only reason I want to highlight him, and it's also to highlight your player, Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen does not look like he's going to play again. Mike Williams is out. They're facing Atlanta, who is the worst pass defense. He's Herbert has to throw to somebody, and it's going to be the two players that they probably trust the most, and that is Gerald Everett and Austin Eckler. So both set up very nicely uh, this week. Go ahead and let's look at Ollie, our current champ, our current number one. Current number one, big O, Ollie, man, what can I say? You, once again, you put together a stellar season uh, behind you got Kyler Murray. I'm going to talk about him real quick. He had a huge week last week, broke the 30 mark finally for the first time this season. He's the number six fantasy QB. He is going up against a tough Seattle defense in a divisional game. So look, we'll look to see how Kyler Murray handles. I guess we can't call him the Legion of Boom anymore, but there's still a formidable defense. And then moving on to Monroe St. Brown. Um, this dude was on an absolute tear the first three weeks of the season, uh, and he's since cooled off. What is he going to do? Ollie, you need the production out of him. I think last week he finally kind of got back on the good side. He had seven catches for 69 yards. Uh, you're going to need to see that continue against what I think is a, a decent Green Bay defense. Green Bay has not been losing because of their defense. Um it, their quarterback plays terrible. That bum Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, he, he's he's benched. He's he's in the waivers now. Get out of here. Um, and then DK Metcalf, he had a, a big week last week. He found the end zone for only the third time this season, but still put up a solid 15 points for you. He was limited in practice this week. Um, I think he was carted off the field two weeks ago. So it was, it was good to see him get back at it uh, against the Giants. So, but he was limited, like I said. So we'll see what he does. And then last but not least, the number one uh, tight end, Travis Kelsey. You have you get him back this week. Look for his just monster season to continue. 
I'm sure he will find the end zone against Tennessee on Sunday night at home because, I mean, who else does Patty Mahomes look at in the red zone? It's Travis Kelsey. And then a quiet note here, Mike, Ramondre Stevenson, currently the number seven running back. How often do you see a Patriots running back putting up really, really good numbers considering how often Bill Belichick rotates running backs through there? Or you never just, see it. You never see yeah, it. you never see it. So a very, a, a very solid performer for Ollie. Um, he's going to need that again this week. I think Dom's winning streak continues. He's going to improve to six and three. He might be the number one team after this weekend. Dom will uh, just behind the arm of Josh Allen. He has just too many weapons over there with, with Kenneth Walker, Travis Etienne. You didn't even talk about Joe Mixon, who is a, another fantastic running back. Uh, yeah, Dom's gonna bring home the win. I mean, Dom, I think he's projected like 136 points. Like that's like, yeah. I think the highest projections I've seen in a long time. So it's, yeah, it's Dom's insane. Just and, and doing work. Not to shit on Ollie. I mean, the dude has 126 projected, and he doesn't even have CMC on buy. So yep. so I mean, this is two massive powerhouses, definitely. Yeah. The, the week. Yep. This is the battle for the number for the number one for sure. Yeah, yeah. So uh, next, we're going to see how you're doing. <laughs> how am I doing? No, I had another good week. Yeah, another good week. You went three for five again, um, 54.3%. So you're slowly climbing. I would like to see a perfect week one week. So I do know. me a favor and get that, get that going. I'm trying. I'm trying my best here. I really want it to. And then, and then we're going to hit your, uh, your, your, your uh, segment, lock it in again. Didn't do, do, do great last <laughs> week. Uh, both locks got picked both both picks uh did not work out so as as a reminder these are picks from two idiots you choose if you want to put your money in or you can actually go the opposite and actually go against them where you could have won money last week yeah that's probably the the smarter play here so i believe is are the are you are you the saints uh no so i'll just i'll do both mike um so i'll start off with dom like like dom's not here Unfortunately, we miss you, Dom. Uh, can't wait for you to be back. So Dom's lock this week is the Saints. At home on Monday night, they're a two-and-a-half-point dog against the Ravens, uh, which I did. I had to go check that line when Dom put it up here. Uh, I, they are, in fact, two-and-a-half-point dog. Uh, Dom is picking them outright to beat the Ravens on Monday night football. I do like that pick as well. I think just at home in the Dome, there's no other stadium like it. I think they're going to have the crowd roaring. The Red Rifle is going to be out there slinging the ball around. And so that is Dom's lock of the week. Uh, My lock of the week will be the Bills at 12.5 point favorite over the Jets. The Bills right now are the hottest team in the league, in my opinion. Uh, The Jets, especially after losing Brees Hall, they're just not looking too good. Zach Wilson, he needs to find another mom out there to bang because, you know, I think you start off hot. After you tapping that hot mom, and then now look what you got going on here. You played, you've been playing like booty. You played like booty last week, I believe. Um, so I look for the Bills to really pour it on the Jets, even though the Jets do have a solid defense. Uh, my lock of the week is Bills at twelve and a half point favorite against the Jets. And we will accountability is huge in this podcast. I will be putting both money down on both of these bets. Very nice, very nice. So um, I will say. Based on the spreads that Dom asked me for, I went four for four, I believe, last week. Yeah, yep, you did, Mike. You know, you, you, maybe you need to jump on the lock train here. I, hey, dude, I need to also California pass pass sportsbook in here. Let the man bet. He's got bills to pay. Come on. All right, so we're gonna look at power rankings. 
So, power rankings. At number 10, we have still Evan. <laughs> no, that is not correct. I'm sorry. Someone did not do this correctly. The actual last place is Zach. Zach is currently number 10. I don't know who – so that he is down one week. Um, so, yeah, you lose the three dudes. <laughs> Our right order fucked up. Yeah. So, uh, Dom, I guess you are not feeling well. You were in charge of this or you did it. So we'll double check. But, yes, Zach, you are new number 10. Um, we'll down on Dom. Uh, he was. It was him. He's the one who did this. Um, and number nine, we foreshadowed, is Evan. Gained one spot. He even lost and still gained a spot only because of the ineptitude of Eli. Uh, at can't, nine, lose, can't lose to a bye week, bro. Can't. Not three in, let alone three of them. And number eight, we have Jason who stays still. Um, again, he won, but he did not move based to other movements. Uh, and number seven, Kurt staying still, even with a win. Um, he's got to be moving up soon with those running backs. He's looking yep. good, so he's got to be on his way up. Chris, down a spot to number six. Part of it because of the loss, but another part because you lost Jamar Chase, which was a yep. huge thing. They, I heard they're not putting him on IR because the rules says like you can only put like eight players throughout the season, and they're already at six. Ooh. So I think – and there's some rule where if you have one, you know, they'll be locked in for like the season. So – that's what I heard is the reason. So he could actually be out longer than four weeks. So I don't know. I could be wrong. Um, but, yeah, down a spot and number six. And number five going one spot is Jordan on the rise. Coming off a loss. Look at that, you man. <laughs> Coming off a loss and still going up. Uh, who are you paying? Um, <laughs> at, number, at number four, J.O., the big faller this week. Dropping two spots. Um, that may be because the other people are doing better, but it's also because I believe your running backs are not too good. You need, you need to do a little better on that. And he's number weighted f- down. Jay's been weighted down with a lot of salt, real quick. So yeah. I mean, uh, he just that Jay, all that salt is bringing you down in the power rankings. You're just so salty. Yeah, man. Change up your diet. And number three uh, is myself, uh, Mike. Um, you know. Currently, I think I'm on a four or five game win streak, so I can see it. But yeah, injuries have hit me hard. At number two is Dom. You know, I think he's on a five game win streak. Skyro- skyrocketing up the power his, rankings, his too. His team is looking hot. So hot right now. Hans is so hot right now. Um, <laughs> and still at number one is Ali. He is just has a stranglehold on that number one spot. So look for, look for that to change though this weekend if Tom will pull off the W. If he can. And let's just finish it up real quick with our weekly life debate. And it was spun and it is the best invention. Um, I have first pick. Um, my pick, you tell me if you don't like it. I think it's best. It's something we use all the time. It controls our entire lives. It is the internet. Oh, you motherfucker. Yes. Everything oh, is run by the internet. Come on. Our fantasy football is run by the internet. Our, the way we work is on the internet. The way we play games is on the internet. Our phones are basically small computers that because we can look on the internet and look up anything, the internet is the best invention. 
Jordan, oh. what's your what's your pick? My pick was the freaking internet. Algorithm <laughs> it. You can't go wrong. So my number two here, I actually my number two is gonna be. And I debated this a long time because this one also, just like the internet, this one also changed the world. I'm gonna go with the iPod. Uh, the iPod, the first ever MP3 player. You know, Steve Jobs comes out with this iPod, the little wheel thingy, the clicky. Everybody had one. You were getting all your songs off of LimeWire. And uh, what was that other one? Um, I use LimeWire. Uh, LimeWire is what I use. Napster. 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 LimeWire, Napster. You had a billion songs in your iP- on your iPod. Uh, without the iPod, you don't have the iPhone. And then, you know, without the iPod, Apple does not blow up into what it is today. Truly a company that did has changed the world, whether you like it or not. Almost everybody except the Richards have an iPhone. Um, you love the blue text. You love the gifts. You love everything you can do there. But all that stems from the iPod. So my best invention, since Mike stole it from me, is going to be the iPod. All right. And then Dom went with the transportation route with the airplane going in yep. large distances in a short amount of time. Great pick. It was one of my, it was my, it was up there with me. Um, yep. So great pick, Dom. You know, airplanes. You know, some of the, some honorable mentions I had was actually the iPhone or the smartphone, I should say. Just a tiny computer in your pocket. It was computers. Um, and then, oddly enough, the microwave. I had that one too. Yeah. I had the microwave and I had the light bulb. The light bulb. Okay. So, yeah, uh, great picks. I think for once I didn't get shit on for the past couple of weeks. Y'all didn't like my picks. <laughs> but this one, the internet rules all. Um, oh, you fucking took it, yeah. asshole. And you, that, guess what? That's what you're listening on this pod right now is through the internet. Yep. So the internet. Uh, anything you want to add before we sign off? Um, I'll go back to it real quick. Huge college football games this weekend, guys. I'm looking forward to next week's college football preview. Uh, win or lose, I would like to have one. I think we'll have one. Um, but I am calling the win. You know, this is, we have control our own destiny. Brian Kelly and the boys. Jaden Daniels is, is him. He is that dude. Uh, let's go. Come on, boys. Let's go, Tigers. All right. Go, Tigers. So, yes, have a good weekend and good luck to all except Kurt, please. I don't want to taste salt. Um, I'm salty enough. Fuck you, Kurt. You so, piece of shit. So, yes, good weekend. Feel better, uh, uh, Dom. Also, feel yeah. better, Kurt's kids. Uh, I don't know if you remember the message. He said he's dealing with some sick kids. So, everybody oh, feel shit. better. Um, everyone's doing fine. I'm talking to him. Yeah, we're good. But, yes, everyone, do well. And uh, go Tigers. Yep, go Tigers. Missy Dom. See you guys. Thank you. Later.